Welcome to the Eat Local Central New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and in today's episode, I have the pleasure of introducing you to two newcomers on the culinary scene here in Syracuse, Leanne and Ryan Benz. My favorite thing about Syracuse, I feel like everyone just wants to make the city better. Yeah. You know, and... Mm -hmm. Um, cross-promoting, yeah. you know, it's really helpful, and just everyone on board with the community is, has yeah. been yeah. really awesome. They have a great new restaurant called Oh My Darling that's going to be having a soft opening up coming here for St. Patrick's Day. So if you're downtown for the parade this year, make sure that you stop in and check them out. Make sure you head over to Instagram and follow them at Oh My Darling. You're going to find out so much more about them in the podcast, but they've got a lot going on even equipped with a 1920 secret speakeasy in the basement of this building that they've recently purchased and renovated. So it's just really exciting to sit down and hear from two people that are relatively new to the city of Syracuse, but who have a very bright outlook on the future of the city and who are engaged in helping the city grow. So thanks so much for checking out the podcast we're going to get into it, but make sure that you hit that subscribe button, leave us a review, let us know what you think of the Eat Local CMY podcast, and as always, head over to eatlocalcmy.com, find the Eat Local CMY card, find a whole list of restaurants that we support and work with, including Oh My Darling. I'm Leanne Benz, co-owner of Oh My Darling. And I'm Ryan Benz, awesome. the other half of the co-owners. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with you two, having never met you before. I'm always very interested in how somebody makes the decision or like the process to make the decision to start any business, but especially something in food and beverage. But before we get there, give us some context for who you are. You you were saying earlier you grew up in Liverpool. Yeah. So from the area. And what year do you make it down to New York? Man, you know, our, our lives, you know, we've been together, what, seven or eight years at this point, and our lives... From a professional perspective, I'll say, you know, kind of go back to our time in New York. Uh, when we first met, my wife, uh, Leanne, and she can speak more to this, she was a professional dancer. She toured the world with uh, uh, Feld Entertainment for three years. Oh, okay. Um, and it was funny because I moved to New York before she was off tour. Ah. So we kind of got a chance to know each other while she was over tour overseas for the first year of our hmm. relationship. We did long distance. And then we found our way down to New York when she when she finished up her tour. So professionally, I mean, it's, it's kind of where it all began for the restaurant and for everything else. We got down to New York, and shortly thereafter, we decided to open up a, a retail boutique store. And, and and just to cut in a little bit, um, <laughs> Ryan also he got his undergrad in orchestral trumpet. <laughs> so wow. we, yeah, so we yeah. both wow. um, had the intention of moving mm-hmm. to New York City to be in the arts, and okay. then kind of life just had its own different path. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So we so shortly thereafter we got to New York, and honestly we were. I don't want to say fortunate, but after Hurricane Sandy uh, mm-hmm. came through New York, yeah. the, the whole southern tip of the island was destroyed. Hmm. And um, there was uh, some really cheap real estate where, because after I did my undergrad in trumpet, I did my master's in entrepreneurship from Syracuse, and I worked in real estate just thereafter. Yeah. So I kind of knew what cheap real estate and yeah. what you can do with that. So we opened up this little boutique store. Hmm. Our first space was uh, about 400 square feet. Um, 
my God, like it, it's funny to see where we started from and then where this <laughs> thing kind of evolved into. But that was I was just shy six years ago. And, and where was that first? Uh, I was right at the shot. South Street Seaport. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. at the old Pier 17 Mall. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's called Lily's Forest. I'll give a little plug a second. Um, but just a charming little woman's boutique store. And like mm. I said, it started in this small little you know space. From there, we expanded to a shipping container. And I'll say that from a developer's perspective or from an entrepreneur, like I love shipping containers. I think they're most <laughs> agile, uh, hip. You know, you can do so much with them and they're yeah. affordable to do. And like, watch out Syracuse. Cause yeah. We're going to find a way to bring that up here. It's funny because I have, so I bought a, a house a little over two years ago on the north side, unfortunately. And <laughs> sorry to any north siders. Uh, I think really the only north sider that listens is Margaret McCormick. So there you go, Margaret. <laughs> So when I bought my house, I bought it specifically because there is an empty lot next to it. And especially for the north side of the city, that's the only separation between you and your neighbor is the driveway, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm complaining about this and you guys lived in New York City. But uh, <laughs> but so that's why I bought it. So then I bought the lot uh, next door to it for a dollar from some nonprofit yeah. that just wanted to get rid of it. Uh, so my fiance and I, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca moved in about seven months ago and I'm always coming, trying to come up with these ideas of what to do in the side lot. And they, most of the time involve a shipping container. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know, we should put in, I keep trying to convince her that she needs a she shed. And even <laughs> though she says she would never hang out in it, you know, yeah. I'm like, but There's we can no get this. These things, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, but I'm like, we could get a shipping container yeah. or a pool or something, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So totally, totally. Yeah. you know, and I look at, I look at what other cities do and try to like take some of the best things from there. And I think of yeah. Austin when I think of shipping containers and the yeah. whole vibe of Austin is keep Austin weird, yeah. you know, and it's everything the city does is based on those three words. You know, yeah. every entrepreneur says, how can I make this creative? How can I make it <laughs> weird? You know, and, and it stands out above everything else because of that. And when you walk down the street, you feel that culture, you feel that yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. And shipping containers, not to make this whole thing about that, but it's one <laughs> way to, to kind of bring a little character to it at yeah. an affordable price. And what's also great is that then you get, you know, if you buy eight or 10, mm-hmm. you get eight or 10 entrepreneurs with limited right. risk coming in, having this co-working space with either a great food or great retail or great live music or an old record store. Yeah. All in this little hub. You yeah. Know? And it just, it, it's a home run. I yeah, think. for sure. So we've, we've kicked the tires on a little bit. You know, this is like nothing to announce or anything like that, but it's just <laughs> a super cool concept. Yeah. By the way, we're bringing this snow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's rolling into town next week. Yeah. Uh, it so. reminds me of, I forget the name of the shop. Uh, it's in Skinny Atlas. Uh, I don't think I'm not going to find them online, but they're in Skinny Atlas, husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And we actually met with them because they bought a, this farm and it's called the Kester Homestead, maybe out towards Skinny Atlas. Mm. I have this huge farm, old farm. It's a, uh, a really just a, this massive barn with this cool old farmhouse. We looked at it for a wedding venue, but they have a little shop right in Skinny Atlas. Uh, you see them on Instagram and you think there's no way these people are from central New York because yeah. it doesn't look like anything else from around here. But they traveled the country in an old uh, Airstream. And that's how they had there. Awesome. They would just show up in towns with it and you would go in. They like drove it, lived in it, but it was also yeah. their pop-up shop awesome. when they would drive into these places. I mean, I, so Ryan and my relationship, every morning we wake up and it's like... 
maybe we should start this business. <laughs> and uh, that's awesome. <laughs> always need to pump the brakes. Yeah, just, for sure. You know, By lunch, like, we're like, oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's get let's get this first one up and running first before we think about the next one. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> to to like roll on to that, um, you know, we have so many friends and family that ask us to open up a Lily's Forest in Syracuse. Okay. And I think my thought in the future i would love to like buy um like a what do I'm say? Like winnebago a, or a fedex truck yeah, oh, yeah. like, a, like a truck and make it yeah. a mobile one so that'd you could cool. bring it to like summer festivals yeah. and you could walk in and that'd be awesome um, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. it wouldn't be exactly a brick and mortar but you yeah. know you could just show up mm-hmm. kind of somewhere on a lunch break right and, you know have people pop in for a couple hours mm-hmm. and yeah so you know, also not yet, but maybe in the future. Let's get oh my darling like up months. and running yeah. first. <laughs> so let's get back to that. So you're in New York. Yeah. You have the shop. Yeah, right? we've yeah. had You've it for met. almost um, six years now. Okay. Yeah. 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 We have a, it, what's super exciting is we have a ton of people from Syracuse that uh-huh. come in. Oh really? Yeah, we have okay. a little sign when you walk in that. Um, well, we sell tote bags that say, I love Syracuse. Okay. I love you, Syracuse. I was wondering. I saw that on your Instagram feed. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I wonder if they had that made or if you bought that somewhere. Yeah, we so actually I actually... Go ahead. I had it made um, from a woman I found in Brooklyn who okay. she has her own boutique. So okay. she she makes ones that say, I love you, Brooklyn. I love you, Manhattan. And I yeah. reached out and I had her specifically make a Syracuse That's one. That's great. So we sell it in the boutique. Okay. Um. And I just have one hanging up in there, so it's kind of like a conversational piece. When someone walks in, they see it and they're like, <laughs> "Whoa! Like, why do you have Syracuse here?" Yeah, you know, represent. Just, yeah, yeah, it's just great it's to talk place. about. And there's so many people that have the connection of Syracuse, whether mm-hmm. you're originally from here or went to the university, yeah. or you know, there's yeah always some sort of connection. It's amazing what the city does for people who aren't from the city. A buddy of mine who's from Kansas City lives down in the city, and He's always at this one <laughs> Kansas City bar, right. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I forget the name of it or where it's at, but it's just, you know, when you're in the city, when you're, you move there and you find something that's like from home. Right. Like, into it. Yeah. 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 I went, I was down there last spring and it was the first time I'd ever gone down to the city by myself. Usually it was always with, you know, family or friends. So. Mm-hmm first time i'd ever just spent two days walking around doing whatever i wanted alone mm-hmm. and for some reason i went to that one bar i forget the name of it but it's like inspired from marshall street, it was like marshall street <laughs> bar. Yeah. yeah yeah okay it's yeah. in like marshall the upper, yeah. upper east side i think yeah first and i had just driven down from and for some reason that was like the second thing i did when i got right. there is went to oh, this funny. bar just a familiar from where feeling. i just was yeah but that's you know honestly it's just what it does it's yeah. i mean we talk about we were talking about like the local scene here in syracuse and you not take that pride in it. yeah, yeah you exactly wanna, you want to be part of that and, and be with like-minded folks that share that team passion right uh, these people opened up a bar called marshall street in new york yeah it's two alumni that open it up yeah. and it's like man you, you walk in and it's i want to see the flag i want to have the conversation <laughs> right. i want to be like oh man when did you go what school were you part of yeah you know mm-hmm. and just part of that uh that great culture and i'll yeah. say that syracuse man uh, I think there's 60,000 alumni that wow. live in New York City. Oh, wow. Know, from, from SU. And there's a lot of pride. Yeah. And I thought that one of the best things that it was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we have our son Oliver yeah, here. Yeah, that's Oliver, everybody. Two, two <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. Um, you know, what I loved when I was down there is you're, you're on 7th Avenue, every city, and you see these taxi cabs drive by, and they say Syracuse, New York's uh, college okay. team. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? 
and it was a great marketing yeah. stunt because there's so many alumni. But then you just kind of take that pride and you're like, oh right. man, Syracuse is a New York's team. Yeah. Know? And yeah, I will say sure. that the, the new chancellor, Severud, mm-hmm. uh, disbanded that marketing theme. So I'm not very happy with that. I'll put that <laughs> out there right now. Uh, Nancy Cantor had the previous one, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Maybe it'll get popped back up because I think the digital hive is like taking over at least for Q's athletics, Syracuse awesome. athletics. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. Uh, just, I just noted that because the billboards have changed around town for the better. So. Oh, good. There, <laughs> yeah. you, go. there you go. Yeah. So, so, you've, so yeah. So, yeah. We, so we had our, our retail store, like we said. And, um, oh, we still have it. Oh, we still have it, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Leanne was working there full time, and, and I was uh, working in real estate down okay. in New York. I um, worked for a great real estate consulting firm. And, you know, after being down in the city for five, six, seven years, you mm. kind of think like, all right, we're not going to live here forever. Mm. Um, we had been married for a few years at this point, and we said it's about time to start a family, and we wanted to kind of mm. go to the next, you know, next thing. Yeah. And we we, str- we struggled, I think, a little bit in terms of where we wanted to move out of New York to. Mm. And Syracuse is home. Syracuse is friends and family. Mm. Syracuse has a vibrant downtown. Syracuse is a renaissance right now. And then we looked at other major metros. <clears throat> um, I've got family in Florida, in Charlotte, okay. uh, Chicago. She she lived there for five years. Mm. Um, we talked, you know, West Coast a little bit. And when you kind of add it all up, nothing beats friends and family yeah. and, and that, you know, mm-hmm. culture that for sure. comes with that. So we decided to move back to Syracuse. Um, we kind of aligned it with when Oliver was born. He's nine months now, and we moved back about seven months ago. Yeah. Seven or eight months, whatever it is. So it was, it was kind of, you know, that just going through that process. And then once we figured out, all right, we're going to move to Syracuse, um, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. And before we kind of pulled the trigger to move, because of my background in real estate, we, we spoke to some friends of ours and we said, hey, we want to start being part of this process, be mm-hmm. part of this revitalization downtown. Mm-hmm. So originally we were going to look to purchase a building uh, downtown and turn it into some apartments upstairs mm-hmm. and have it be a nice little redevelopment project. And, yeah. And so and because uh, of the building that we selected, which was 321 yeah. South Solana Street, um, the building had all these code issues that would only make sense if you had to buy the building next mm. door to it. So we which it was just kind <coughs> of perfect timing that they were two different owners, okay, and they were selling at the exact same time. Really? Yeah. And back in the day, <coughs> they used to be hmm. um, connected, hmm. and you know, yeah. um, back yeah. in the past, they were split. So it just kind of. Seems like the perfect time to yeah. put that back together. That's wild. Yeah. Are they connected under, like, in the basement or anything? Well, so once we, they were totally separated. Yeah. And once we bought both buildings, we did put them back together. Okay. So now, in once everybody kind of comes into the restaurant, you'll see you can walk from one building to the next. Oh, nice. And it's actually true for all the floors, where the, oh. the hallway, um, it's kind of funny because you would walk into a, 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 a apartment, mm. but that's technically walking into a different building. Oh wow! So we had to merge the whole thing just to make the whole <laughs> thing from a code perspective uh, make sense. Yeah. So, so you get back, you buy this building, and uh, I mean, what makes you think to start this restaurant? I mean, I know you want to get into real estate, you want to get into, mm-hmm. you know, kind of what's happening downtown, but yeah, you know, why food service of all things? I think uh, the space kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, it was a big enough space to occupy something, food and beverage industry, and also the location. Um, we're super excited to get something on Salina Street, which yeah. used to, you know, back in the day used to be the main part of downtown. Um, and also just with us being in the arts, um, 
we love that we're across the street from the landmark theater (laughs) yeah so to really like i say this a lot but i really want us to kind of be that phoebe's to syracuse stage okay super excited for us to get the the pre and the post theater crowd yeah Mm -hmm. um and just that's something we're passionate about so we're excited about that that's awesome yeah yeah so much has changed i mean so i i moved back to syracuse from i was living in clean texas which is like 45 minutes north of austin and was there for two years and i'd moved from syracuse out there and i think i'm probably similar to a lot of people in 32 a lot of similar to a lot of people my age that for the most part grew up in the area hated Syracuse couldn't wait to get out and did and then uh got away and immediately started missing it yeah you know you know I take a lot of pride um I work with companies trying to get them them to come to Syracuse okay and I I love it because when you talk about the 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 societal changes over the last 10 or 15 years of Syracuse you Mm. take a lot of pride in it yeah and you talk about the fact that I think we're ranked like number one or top three of most affordable places to live you're within four hours of the Adirondacks Mm -hmm. and of Montreal uh, Montreal's about five I guess four whatever it is Um, you know Boston New York all these places Um, it's affordable there's a high quality of living I Mm -hmm. think we're right top three or top five there and there's all these these great attributes and the weather is tough can't you know (laughs) nothing I can do about that I, I wish I could well relatively speaking every place tough weather it has tough something so it's just one of those things it's like you know yeah for sure work around that and it's all right you know you're talking about being on salina street and it's funny to think from my i think maybe it's just my knee-jerk reaction but my first reaction when you see places like uh sam you know brewery who went out and you know just on the corner and then Mm -hmm. you know dunkin donuts which the chain whatever so you know there was kind of a victory for the local guy there but Still, you have these places that are going empty. I think that uh, Rite Aid or the pharmacy there in the corner as well. And then you see all this construction start to happen. So it is amazing to see that these places are going Mm -hmm. out, which your first reaction is that's awful. But then to see somebody (laughs) new that's coming in, especially that's going to be doing something different. Yeah, you you know, um, we were chatting a little bit before. And when you talk about what does it take to have a vibrant community, Mm -hmm. you know, and right now, if you look at the demographics of the downtown resident, you know, the apartment uh, occupancy is 99%. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's, gr- it's grown, I think, 77% since 2010 yeah. in terms of the number of occupants that, that live downtown. Uh, 71% are less than 35 years old. Hmm. And the bulk of those, I don't remember the exact number, make over $80,000 a year. Wow. Uh, so the apartment, the, the whole thing is kind of this affluent millennial, yeah. you know, I'll say, that want to live in an urban setting but don't, for whatever reason, live in New York or Boston right. or, or wherever. Um, and, and that's what our downtown is becoming. So mm-hmm. you, you see where the trends are going from a residential perspective. And then one of the reasons we chose a restaurant is because um, to get to that next step as a city, restaurants are anchors. And I think with what we've put together, it's, it's not just a restaurant. I mean, the restaurant, yeah, we have a great, a great, great you know, menu. Our chef went to CIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great team in place. Who is the chef? Um, Jaden White. White. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, but what we wanted to do was create an environment that makes Syracuse better. Yeah. You know, and people we f- we feel are going to want to come in to our juice bar Clementine mm-hmm. and have a you know grab a, a sandwich or a wrap. And what's great about that space? It's kind of a flex space where they can head back to their office or come mm-hmm. in and use our Wi-Fi and sit down and be comfortable. Um, downstairs we have a 1920s speakeasy you know, that we're opening up. And again, if you look at you the have said that. yeah, but don't <laughs> tell anybody. Right. Um, have but, you been to the one in Solvay? Yeah, yeah that's, that's okay. killer. Yeah, awesome. it's great. Yeah. It's great. 
Um, but if you look at what millennials are going after, mm -hmm. you know, we're experiential, you know, individuals. Yeah. So we want to go and experience and be part of something. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to accomplish with the restaurant. So it has a couple different kinds of uses. It has a full mm -hmm. sit down restaurant. It has that little grab and go, you know, cafe yeah. feel to it. But then you also that speakeasy. So I totally hear uh, the concerns, you know, when I see mm -hmm. Rite Aid, I closed because Walgreens purchased Rite Aid and then they <laughs> consolidated their local yeah. location. What also is important, though, is that then Walgreens, for the first time in 30 years, just sold that building. Really? Yeah. So I don't know who the buyer is yet on it, but mm -hmm. they, they took it was an off market deal. Um, and whoever purchased that building will be turning the upper floors into apartments. Wow. So you're going to have more residential coming downtown. Mm -hmm. with, and I'm sure if they're smart, they'll break up the first floor because it's massive. Yeah. Get some additional retailers there. Um, you know, mm. and so you have some growing pains and then yeah. and you have some great development. So we're excited about all the residential downtown living. We're excited about the relate the partnerships we have mm -hmm. with the landmark and with the red house and, yeah. and all these great companies. And we're hoping that the millennials and will actually like what we put together, yeah. you know, and that's, that's the, uh, the audibles. We'll, we'll have to adjust if not, but we'll figure that out. Forgive me, but you have a, you do have apartments above, uh, correct? Upstairs, yes. sixteen okay. apartments. Cool. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. which are for lease. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah, the plug it, of course, com. man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give the URL again. It's thewhitneylofts.com. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, they're beautiful. Honestly, yeah. like we want to sell our house and move. There. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we love to. Yeah, That's so they, awesome. they lease up. We have a couple leases already, um, and occupancy begins April first. Okay, so it's another sixteen units that you yeah. know. What another 20, 25 people are going to move downtown to be part of that again? Yeah. yeah. I still have kind of the same perspective on downtown living that I did when I was younger, which is those mysterious, you know, apartments above everything in Armory Square. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll never forget the first time I went up there and it was like a whole nother village. You know, yeah. there's like a courtyard and it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you would never know that until you had been up there. Uh, so that's still my perspective. And it's like, you don't know they exist, so who the hell lives there in the first place, right? But I was just talking to somebody uh, maybe a month ago, and they were saying they live downtown. Their office is downtown. They mm -hmm. have their own business, so their office is downtown. They don't have a car, mm -hmm. so everything that they do is downtown. And I, I won't say it's the first time that's ever, you know, because I'm sure that's not true, but, I mean, you know, I'd never in a million years imagined somebody could live downtown downtown Syracuse and not have a vehicle and, but yet have all their needs met in that area. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And we're not there yet. You know, there's uh, critical amenities mm -hmm. that are still required. And I'll say that with, with, um, a right gone, you know, there's mm -hmm. no pharmacy right. downtown right now. Uh, we're working on that and there's a lot of conversations being had. Grocers is the obvious yeah. you know, next. And we've spoken to everybody. There's about 3,800 residents downtown. Mm -hmm. Most, um, grocers mm. look for about 5,000 to hit that critical mass, mm. which we're projected to hit right around 2021 or 2022 downtown. Okay. So I think the next couple of years you'll see that. And I will say there's a great opportunity for a local grocer right now. Yeah. I think this is the time to make that lease with Ryan Benz, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but just, it, not, yeah, you know, for jokes sure. aside, no, but it's yeah. a long process. By the time you start construction, you're 2021 anyways. Yeah. You know, so you kind of want to hit that point. So I, mm -hmm. I think we're close. Yeah. Um, on both those fronts and then you kind of have that more robust and then with hopefully more restaurants that then open up and more businesses and right and just mm -hmm. everything else man yeah we're very close to being the city we want to live in i know there's i forget the, what they're calling it but there's that market the fresh market that's supposed to be opening up or they've started construction down uh by the hotel syracuse hmm. is I that forget. the allen foundation yeah, uh, oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. so i know that's supposed to be coming into play um, Fantastic. Five-story yeah. building, huge food hall, the first floor, which does have a grocery right. component to it. 
Second floor is the Allen Family Foundation, uh, yeah. and then uh, apartments upstairs. It's amazing, though, how easy things are today, though, with technology. I mean, yesterday, I had a busy day at work. I knew uh, if you follow, if you were following on Instagram yesterday, I was talking about what we made, what I made for dinner last night, and then yeah, even delicious, yeah, right, even <laughs> breakfast this morning. Yeah. But it's great because yesterday I get on Instant Cart. I was like, I had it on my to-do list. I have to go to Wegmans. There's no real easy, I mean, I'm working down here, living, there's no easy grocery store to get to. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's going to take me at least an hour and a half to get somewhere. So instant cart it is. And it's just this amazing experience with even the person that's doing my shopping is chatting with me about what I'm making for dinner that night. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's you, you can do something. You can live in a place downtown Syracuse that doesn't have those things yet and yeah. still get everything it's you need. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I also add with Uber, you know, right. and, and the car sharing apps and, and all that. We did it a ton when we were in the city and, and just it opens up every door. So that person yeah. that lives and works downtown, it's cheaper not to have a car. Right. Just to, you know, the three times a month you need to go to the grocery store. Now spend the $25. Right. You're spend 75 or even double that, 150 a month. You're still saving $200 a month. So. You've been back here for nine months. And, I mean, what was the, are there any things that you see in the scene around Syracuse, whether it's in the food scene or just in business or real estate, whatever it is, mm-hmm. that you're just saying, man, I wish we had this because you had it back in the city? Mm. Oh, wow. Great question. I would, yeah, I guess I would say what we were just talking about, you know, about the grocery stores and everything, because, you know, when we lived in Brooklyn, I could take the elevator down, push (coughs) Oliver in the stroller, walk Mm. to the grocery store, yeah, not even use a cart, just throw my groceries, you know, (laughs) from the bottom of the stroller, yeah, and come right back. Um, We were stopping at a few coffee shops and along the way. so I guess just to roll into that, yeah, just kind of expanding downtown. Right. Um, I think that's definitely part of it. The other thing I'm thinking is, uh, you know, um, Syracuse is a pretty red and grayish town. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of brick buildings because it's a historic city. Yeah. There's five historic districts here. I think we lose a lot of the soft green landscapes as yeah. you're walking down the street. And I often think, that's like, true. my God, like. I know we have trees, but that doesn't warm <laughs> it up enough. Yeah. You know, so it's something I'm, I'm, I'd say passionate about is hopefully once we get this up and stabilized, we'll find some ways to make it greener. Yeah. Um, and in New York, I think of things like Bryant Park where you just walk in and it's so warm and welcoming and there's outdoor movie screens. Uh, yeah. And, and the symphony will play mm-hmm. in Bryant Park or they do every Wednesday night live screens. Um, with activating spaces like that, so I guess I'm kind of talking about two different things. One is... Uh, additional greenery down the streets, down yeah. Salina, down Warren, down Clinton, whatever it is, with big garden boxes, you know, yeah. wooden boxes, not mm-hmm. brick, more, uh, right. not concrete. And then also there's some beautiful parks uh, that I think could be better activated or, or activated in different ways, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'll say that the downtown committee we're huge fans of. Like, yeah. They do a, a remarkable job, and, and this is certainly no criticism, but yeah. I think five years from now as everything else continues to develop, I just want to keep seeing more of that. And it was definitely um, when we were designing Oh My Darling, it was very critical for us to make it very light and airy mm-hmm. and yeah. very bright um, to kind of give that contrast of, you know, when you are in Syracuse on a gray day, mm-hmm. you walk into a, a super bright space. And yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a nice environment. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there really is amazing the things just with that, that like Lakeview Amphitheater, for example. 
you know, obviously bringing in these huge uh, names that have never come to Syracuse or infrequently in the past. But even just the work that they're doing, expanding the bikeway out there and the trailway. I love it. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, all right. So just so I'm clear. So we've got Oh My Darling. We have Clementine, correct? That's correct. And we do have this other place underground that, that nobody's, nobody's allowed, to, allowed know about. to know about. <laughs> but tell everybody. The most yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's called the Fitz. Okay. Which is F-I-T-Z. Yeah. Um, you know, Leanne and I both have that artistic background. We're passionate yeah. about arts. We're passionate about Broadway. When we mm-hmm. lived in New York, we lived on 56th Street. We used okay. to go see Broadway shows as often as possible. And we wanted to have, well, we wanted to kind of give it this old vintage feel, mm-hmm. you know, with any traditional speakeasy. So you can go a couple of different directions with this concept. We elected to have it kind of uh, uh, be inspired by a 1920s theater, mm-hmm. which is perfectly synergistic with uh, the Landmark Theater and what yeah. they do across the street. So when you walk down, there's a lot of red velvety curtains, mm-hmm. these beautiful uh, uh, tin ceilings, mm-hmm. uh, these old, I don't want to give it all away, but just mm-hmm. the, the character of it yeah. is inspired by that. So we want it to be very warm and welcoming when you actually get down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I don't know if you already said this, but we do have a piano down there. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, there's a BB so, grand piano. Yeah. Oh, wow. Our, our intention is hopefully in the future, like when shows come into the landmark, mm-hmm. Maybe someone from that show after the show yeah. could come over and do their own little cabaret night. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have the Fitz, which is going to be the speakeasy nobody's allowed to know about, but everybody needs <laughs> to go yeah. to. With no password, please come. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have Clementine, which is... Uh, it's, a, it's a grab, it's a grab and, and go. go. Okay, cool. Um, and then we're also going to be selling some of our home goods from Lily's for us. Oh, cool. So we'll be selling um, recycled wine candles. Nice. Um, some chronicle books, some greeting cards, okay. um, small little gifts along little, with, um, yeah. uh, using Brooklyn roasting company okay. as yeah. our, as our coffee. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, great to see something else coming out of town for sure. Thank you. That was actually, and thanks for saying that that was, um, that was actually our thought is, you know, recess and Kubal are such great, great names, uh, yeah. stakes here. And we wanted, with our business, to try to find something just a little bit different. Yeah. You know? So that's why we liked it for the, for the Brooklyn. We're very local people otherwise. And it's yeah. like, well, what do we do here? It's kind of a <laughs> yeah. this interesting dichotomy. <laughs> yeah. But we felt for the brand, it, it kind of made sense to just bring in something a little bit different in this particular case. Right. So. I, I'm, I'm so thrilled to have, you know, to be able to sit down and get to know both of you better and, you know, your kind of vision and hope for the city. I mean, just talking, especially, uh, we had you know, Chef Cody uh, Dedishu from Deefy Cuisine on uh, a couple episodes ago. And I mean, he's somebody who he's a Johnson and Wales grad. Nick is, you know, co-owner, business partner there is a CIA grad. Uh, but Cody is doing so much trying to appeal to the Michelin board to have like the Finger Lake upstate region considered, mm-hmm. you know, to at least be opened for consideration. That's great. Yeah. And so, you know, the things we're talking about today are things that are going to help, you know, at least give the, the region a chance to be considered for the future. Who knows how many years uh, in the future mm-hmm. that we would be considered, but mm-hmm. definitely yeah. this stuff is a part of it. Yeah. You know, I say all the time, like Syracuse, we made a lot of progress the last, you know, five or 10 years again, mm-hmm. but wait for five more years. Yeah. You know, and there's a ton of construction right now. There's a lot of redevelopment. There's uh, there's a, a totally different attitude mm-hmm. you know, to Syracuse now, which um, uh, that's what attracted us to come back. You know, let's be yeah. part of that. Let's have our footprint or our handprint, uh, not footprint, 
uh, you know, kind of be part of that and, and yeah. see where it goes. So we're, we're ready. We're super pumped for this mm-hmm. whole thing. That's awesome. And I think my favorite thing about Syracuse is like the, um, I feel like everyone just wants to make the city better. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and um, cross promoting, yeah. you know, is really helpful. And just everyone on board with the community is, yeah. has yeah. been really awesome. And they eat local CNY. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, but that's one of those things. Like, you know, we're part of this. Come be part yeah. of this. You know, right. and, 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 you know. It's yeah, awesome. And I think it's the great. first time I actually heard about the card was we're really good friends with Amanda Hughes, who owns oh, the okay. ice cream stand. Yeah. So Amanda's great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love her so much. I ran, I've met her. I mean, we met, I've, I've met everybody basically on Instagram. And, uh, then in, in real life and Amanda, I was out when she was over next to in the Hafners, you okay. know, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, I was there with friends. We had gone up there for ice cream one night. I took a picture and put it on Instagram and all of a sudden I kind of like glanced up and I see Amanda like poke her head around the <laughs> corner. <laughs> and and she, I looked at her and she like popped back and she ran out. She's like, are you Anthony? And yes. so that's how I first met Amanda. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah power of social media yeah exactly you know it's amazing you know it really is the people you can connect with and ways you can help other people so uh so last thing just you know tell everybody where you're going to be located and when you're opening so we're located at 321 south salina street um and we're hoping to have a soft opening for the saint patty's day parade weekend oh nice so soft opening i would say very limited we're just gonna have maybe maybe about seven appetizers okay and uh we're gonna have a 1911 booth nice um so we'll have some 1911 bloody marys oh cool um and then strong opening that monday okay should be the the 18th okay awesome yeah yeah Yeah, that's exciting so we're just about there and the fits will open up about a week afterwards so the speakeasy will hold up just a little bit longer but yeah it's yeah. all our construction. Uh, Rich and Gardner has been our general contractor. They're doing a great job. And okay. It's been very good. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of waiting on permits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Yeah. yeah thank you us. so much. Well, that's all I've got for you today, folks. Thanks so much for checking out the Eat Local Central New York podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, download the podcast, Leave us a review. Let us know what you think about it. Wherever you're listening to this, we're so happy that you took the time to sit down and check out this podcast and find out a little bit more about the culinary scene here in Syracuse and Central New York. Till next time, we're going to catch you on the Eat Local CMY podcast.